This is A Frame, a podcast focused on the work of Jeff Lemire by Fan and his long-suffering wife. I'm Jamie. I'm Edna. And I know why you're suffering now. Why? Because we can't watch the show. I think we can watch a little bit of it. Okay. Feeling brave? Yeah. Um, I talked to a friend who knows where we are versus where they are in the show, and we should be able to watch the first episode. I don't know about after the first episode. Can but... you stop after just one? Yeah, you've seen how many incomplete series I've went through. <laughs> I can totally stop after one. Yeah, I got this. Well, thankfully, we're reviewing a complete series right now. Yeah, that's different. Text is a totally different thing. I can't stop in the middle of a text of anything. Except for a podcast. That's not text. Like, if it's audio or video, I can be like, meh. Well, I mean, normally you just buzz through all. Buzz, what oh, if, yeah. You would have buzzed off this whole graphic novel yeah. if you had to stop for the podcast. Yeah, I would have been through it in a heartbeat and, like, four deep into something else. <laughs> yeah. Well, this episode, we're discussing Sweet Tooth number 13 and 14. The first two parts of the new story, um, Arc Animal Armies. Tells a story. Yeah. <laughs> and the creator credits are a little different. Because we started a new omnibus, and so um, it's a little, a little change. I like the word omnibus. Okay. Here are the credits. Story and art by Jeff Lemire. Colors by Jose Villarubia and Jeff Lemire. Boop. He's even getting into the uh, colors business. Can't keep his grubby fingers out of it. <laughs> Letters by Pat Brousseau. Uh, additional art by Nate Powell, Emmy Lennox, and Matt Kent. Published hmm. by Vertigo. Hmm, I say. Up this game. You'll get to see some Matt Kent art. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll get there. Yeah. Alright, ready for the bite size breakdown? I'm here for it. Okay, let's do it. Uh, Jeopard, Lucy, and the other lady. I couldn't find her name. Oh, what was her name? I don't know. And there was a third lady when they originally saw them at the hotel, and she, she's never showed back up. Yeah, we'll just say she's dead. I think that that's fair. <laughs> Anyway, the, the three stooges there go to the city to recruit an army. An army made up of the hybrid cultists. Um, back at the compound, a friendly orderly brings Gus and the other hybrid kids some crunch bars and lets them out of their cages. When the guards find them, though, they rough up Johnny, which I discovered was the guy's name, right? and Gus. Meanwhile, Abbott and Singh have made it to the woods and have found Gus's cabin. Next issue. Johnny the orderly comes back and helps the hybrid kids escape into the sewers with directions for how to get outside the fence. Jeopard has convinced the cultists to help him by promising them all the hybrid kids inside the militia camp. The cultists show up with an insane army. Back in the sewers, Wendy gets attacked by an alligator hybrid kid, and Gus saves her by bashing its head in with a brick. Over and over. He's had about enough. Love his little baby heart. He's seen a lot. Too much. Also, just as a side note, if I had a character that I didn't want everyone to anticipate would die very shortly, I would give all of them names. Like, it's not good if you can't find their name because you're just, like, waiting (laughs) for them to go. Like, I would be like, you're Anastasia, Marie, Felicia, Thompson. Like, she would just have this huge, insane name, so you wouldn't know. She's going to be dead in, like, four issues. That's all I'm saying. See, unless you read old Claremont X-Men comic books. Because he would always start off, like, with a, a new character. 
like the opening of the story, tell you their name, give them some backstory, and you just knew that they was about to get killed. Dead. Yeah. So okay, it can go the other direction. Attachment. It's important. Yeah. Anyway, that was a tangent. It's a quick way to give people stakes in comic books. Yeah. It can go the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Q&A. Number one. What did you think of Jeopard's plan? Uh, I mean, like, yeah, why wouldn't he? Because he knows he can't do it on his own. So why not get the most violent group of people that you know and just take two ladies along to convince them? Because a real stupid plan is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> also, that wasn't the question that you asked me. Of course, it's something that Jeopard would think was reasonable. It's so stupid. I think he may have played a season or two too long in his hockey career. Right? But, I mean, this is the same man who just went across country to kidnap a kid and bring, bring him back. And now he's going to get him again. But he's bringing an animal army that has a pack of dogs, dog boys, from the first volume. That's not weird or creepy. Yeah, those are dream dog boys. Yeah, he doesn't know about the dream dog boys, though. Chipper yeah. doesn't, so... Yeah, he Gus won't be happy to see him, and Gus won't be happy to see him with a pack of dog boys. Well, Gus may not even be there when he gets there. This could completely... Yeah, no, I don't anticipate him being there, but I feel like, obviously, they're going to run into each other. And he's going to have a pack of dog boys. And he'll be like, you're the devil. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, if you're not a hybrid kid, I don't think Gus wants anything to do with you ever again. Fair. Just give me crunch bars and get out of my life. <laughs> okay, number two. So what did you think of the cult leader and his dogs? A uh, little bit of a psycho. Can we say a little bit of a psycho? Also, they're talking about how... Did you see, like, he talked to the his dog kids like they were people? And I'm like, did you see the state of the environment around them? Like, it was real bad. Also, he's leashing them, and he's got little kids as his protective group. Let's not give him any credit whatsoever. I know we weren't trying to give him credit. We were just, like, horrified that he would do something like that. But, like, No. It's, there's just so many awful things. He's taught little children to be rabid dogs. I don't understand the nature of their cult at this point. Do they worship the hybrid kids? Do they think if they have them close to them to protect them from the plague or something? Like like some kind of like, I don't know, have some kind of shield they give off or something? Right. I would have thought that they would have taken really good care of them. But he's not taking care of those dog kids very well. No. So like, yeah, maybe they're just like talisman their magic charms that they just keep around but you don't have to like encase it in velvet for it to work you know yeah uh yeah he doesn't doesn't intend on handing them over anyway so like it's obvious that they don't think that they're doing right by them or anything yeah no that whole thing was messed up okay um so we get another dream sequence with uh guess there yeah for a hot second you got any theories about the dream song yet? Uh, that sure looks like a great big grown boy Gus. Um, and I'm just was flipping through the pages waiting for him to get a cut across his face, to be honest with you. Um, no, that looks like a Jeopard-like version of Gus. That's a very angry bow and arrow hunting the hunters, um, which harkens to the fact that he beat the snot out of that alligator boy. 
Like, that's something that's creeping up inside of him. So, yeah. He's hardening. Yeah. And that's no good. Yeah. I like him when he's a little sunbeam. Yeah. But, I mean, how long can you stay a sunbeam in a situation like that? Probably exactly two issues ago long. Right. Like, I'd have already been shanking fools left and right, like, way back there. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. All right. Um, How mad were you? Because, spoilers, I was furious. How mad were you that we didn't get anything at the cabin in the second issue? Yeah, they got to the cabin and were, like, they're going to steal everything about Gus's past. Also, is this happening simultaneously? That is, I guess it kind of has to be. Yeah, because the, they said that, because when they were beating on Gus and Johnny in the basement, they said it was because Singh and Abbott were gone. Yeah. So, like, I'm trying to figure out, is Gus just going to, is Gus going to make it back to the cabin? Is it going to be empty? Is he going to, are they going to be there, like... I'm interested to know that. Is he going to get there and they're going to bring all the stuff back there? Don't steal that boy's stuff is really what I'm saying. How messed up would it be <clears throat> if Gus got all of those kids all the way back to his cabin and got captured by Abbott and sing right there? Uh, after his effective use of a brick, I don't think he would intend on getting captured ever again. No, I'm just saying. that would. And, and, <laughs> maybe they were into Jeopardy and his animal army on the road. Yeah. Wouldn't that be the worst? Yeah. Like, they're probably going to. Yeah. No, everything about that is awful. Yeah. There's not There's not going to be a good situation here. Yeah, but I, I was kind of disappointed when we, the, you know, the next issue didn't... We, so we see, like, we had, like, I think two pages in issue 13 about them going to the cabin, what they're going to do, blah, 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 blah. And then issue 14, we only focus on the Gus and Jeopard storylines. We don't do a single panel on... What's happening at the cabin? And I really wanted to know what was happening there. Yeah, they got there, and that was it. I did appreciate that, um, was it Johnny? It's Johnny, right? It's Johnny. Yeah. Um, got a little bit of a spine. I expect him to die, but yeah. also, he got a little bit of a spine about him. Good for him. I think he expects to die when Abby gets back. Sure. So he's going to do some good yeah. before Abby gets back. Yeah, I don't think he intends on leaving. I think he intends on trying to blow that place up. Yeah. Okay, um, what did you think of Gus's Mr. Jippard impression in the sewers? Uh, I mean, spot on. He knew what he needed to do, I guess, in a horrific way. But that's what he was doing. He was protecting them in the way that he knew how to protect, which is what Jippard told him. And Jippard's a psycho. So, yeah, I mean, he just did what he knew to do, which was a little bit shocking and sad. But, like, she could still die from that. Yeah. They were literally in a sewer. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I'm still concerned that she won't be okay because of it. Yeah. Nope. It was pretty awful. I did, obviously, I felt bad for the little alligator boy because uh, he did just look scared. Like, what was he supposed to think? But also, he has big, sharp teeth. He was going to He wasn't going to let go. No, he was going to kill Wendy. Yeah, they weren't going to be able to have a cute chat and then drop it down. Yeah. He knew, and he didn't think super hard about it. He just did what needed to be done. And everybody's real horrified, as they should be. Like, just because it was 
maybe the correct thing to save lives in the situation doesn't negate the horror of what had to be done. Actually, I think that um, the horrible part was he's just like, it doesn't matter. We didn't have a choice. And then just off he goes. I think he didn't want to think. He probably just didn't want to dwell on it. He didn't want to think about it. Yeah, he was just doing what Jeopard would do. But he's not Jeopard. If he had stopped to think about it, I think it, he wouldn't have been able to handle it. Maybe. I mean, he's he's got to come back to that, right? He's sweet tooth. He's got yeah. to come back to that. Okay, so what do you think Johnny's deal is? Do you think he's related to Abbott? Was that what that picture was he was holding? Maybe Abbott's his brother or something? I don't know. They didn't look like Abbott. I don't know who that is. I just figured the picture meant something. I didn't. I first thought maybe that picture was the guy that punched him in the face earlier, but I wasn't sure. Like, I don't know. But obviously that was a better time. Yeah. He was in a better place there. And whoever that was, whatever was happening, uh, that's what he needed to remember who he was. Because everybody's forgotten themselves. That's part of what the apocalypse was about. Nobody knows who they are anymore. Yeah. All the guardrails of society are gone. And who we are at our worst is all bubbling up to the surface. Yeah. But maybe Johnny's going to discover that he's not just, you know, the bad parts of himself. Yeah. That he, that he might be a little brave. Is that Lucy? Yes. The other one's Becky. Becky. Yep. Good job. They don't I, say it in these issues, but they said it I feel it like they might. I feel like they might at one single point. It just popped in my head when I looked at her. Becky. Becky the Benny Girl. Right. So what do you think is going to happen when that big, crazy, Mad Max-looking cult army gets to the compound? And they find it empty or blown up, which is what I'm slow-key hoping for. Uh, they're going to get real mad. And there's not going to be an underground to hide in. And Becky... And Lucy are going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> if he has Becky and Lucy. Let's also talk about the fact that he was like, she's been gone too long. I'm going to go check on her. Why don't you stay here surrounded by a bunch of psycho serial killers who like to kidnap women? It'll be fine. And then goes and finds her. I guess between the two, one can take better care of themselves than the other. But also surrounded by psycho serial killers. Why don't we go check on Becky? Why don't we go check on Becky? But we didn't. Ugh. Okay. Bless their hearts is what I have to say about that. I think we've established one thing this week uh, very strongly. Jaybird, not the master of strategy. He can totes kill people in 7,800,000 ways. All in five minutes. But don't let him think too hard about it. You're right. Couple too many games did that man play. <laughs> Maybe somebody needs to donk him a little bit harder and put some sins back into his brain pan. It's like Roy Kent. He held on too long. <laughs> too long. Just too long. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Um. So when we get done, are you going to read the next two issues immediately like last time? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I might, I might hold on to it until tomorrow. Maybe we'll watch the first episode. Yeah, that'd be a good thing to do. 
We'll see. All right. Well, I think we're done here. Okay, bye. Bye, everybody.